Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Profits and Success, here to bring you another podcast episode from Online Marketing for Life, and that's the number four, in case you're wondering. So what are we going to talk about today? That's the question. Well, I think this week has proved a good week for me as far as uh, material that's resonated with myself. I just hope that it has resonated with all of you uh, as well. Uh, But if it hasn't, hey, I have a lot of stuff out there that can be um, dispersed and I can share that with you. I also have, you know, uh, PDF documents and and a lot of... um, you know, uplifting uh, affiliate marketing. Um, I don't know what, if I say documents or material, I, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but nonetheless, you know where I'm coming from. And with that said, uh, you can certainly email me uh, anytime at Paul J R C O N T I at profitsandsuccess.com. Be happy to give you whatever you need. Um, You know, illegal drugs, firearms, contraband, I'm all about it. I'm joking. I'm I'm teasing you. Um, I do all above-board stuff, so... Unless you really want it, then I (laughs) get it. Uh, in all seriousness, let's move to Matthew Kelly today. Uh, he mentioned a nice quote from St. Augustine. My heart is restless, Lord, until it lies in thee. And it's so true. Uh, you can be so passionate about reaching a particular goal, and then once you get it, you're like, man, I'm just not as fulfilled as I thought I'd be. And the bottom line is you may be missing a bit of the Holy Spirit, God, spirituality in your life. That helps propel you. That helps build. um, It's like building blocks, you know, grace. Uh, the, The idea here is to become more in tune with God. And and that's that's the bottom line. Whether you're an atheist, whether you're a, a believer, non-believer, whatever have you. Uh that's that's certainly my opinion. Um this this quote can certainly work for uh atheists and non-believers alike. So just take that uh into into consideration. So Darren Hardy today uh, had a quick video, but it really resonated with me. Uh, is it's the title was, "What do you do when you are disrespected?" Hmm. A good question. You know, someone shows up late for you, um, maybe constantly interrupts you during the day. Um, you know steals your lunch, I don't know, but 
the the uh, point that he was making. He's like, like water seeks its own level, so does respect. So in other words, if you spill a whole bunch of water, it'll, you know, level out. It'll go to where, you know, the lowest point is and, and level out. And, and let me, I guess, let me try to illustrate that for you and, and, and clarify it, I guess. People will respect you to the level you respect yourself. And people will disrespect you to the level you tolerate. Now, I hope that's a lot more clear. But, you know, let me repeat it again. People will respect you to the level you respect yourself. If you don't hold much self-esteem, much self-respect, you're going to be walked all over. And folks that, you know, folks will disrespect you to the level you allow them to. You know, if you meet someone out for lunch once a week or you have a meeting with them once a week at a particular time and they're always 10 minutes late and you say nothing about it then you're going to be continue to be disrespected as far as your time is concerned so you need to hold yourself accountable but more importantly you need to help hold accountable others you know that's whether it be you know uh, interruptions during the day um, you know even emails that are either reply all or, or um, brought you into an email that you don't necessarily need to be part of. Things along those lines need to be addressed until they, you know, they can get out of hand, and it just takes away from your day when you are constantly interrupted. And again, I'm only speaking on one facet of. Uh, of life here you know what I mean as far as business is concerned there's a whole slew of others that that can can translate into uh, problems and, and being very problematic uh, I was talking with a few people today and before I engaged in conversation with them I was just you know, having a tough day with with folks responding to my my offer, where they I don't want to say they weren't getting it, but they were saying they didn't have any money and this, that, and the other thing. You know, the the offer was eight dollars. You know what I mean? But some of them didn't. I, you know, some of them were from Nigeria or whatever have you, because I have a a software program that automatically friend requests people and you know it's tough to weed out uh in that program but anyhow i was i was saying geez you know i need to really get an up you know someone to lift me up get another mentor or a coach and i received a few emails from people that were saying you know thanks for indirectly being my mentor and, and and thank you for helping me you know and this that and I'm like what the heck you know what I mean how can 
people think that I'm helping them when I myself need help. But that is the case, folks. We can pick each other up out here on this battlefield. You know, it doesn't matter how strong you are or how fit you are or how knowledgeable knowledgeable you are. Now, don't get me wrong, that all matters. But having said that, when you're on the battlefield, you know, it's everyone for themselves. You know, so a big guy can be helped by a small guy. You know, and and that's not an exception to the rule. You know, we're in this together. And and when I say we're in this together, I'm saying that we're in this life together, but we're also in this, this aspect of life, this niche of, you know, earning an income online, helping people to grow their online business. It's a great niche. It's a great niche or niche, whatever you want to say. Um, But we need to be... We we need to be um, aware of other people's wants, desires, needs, and also their pain points, what they need help with, what... What's bothering them? What do they wish they had an answer for? What's a challenge for them? And if we can get to that point, uh, that is going to uh, not only help us, but solidify in a, a, a rapport with, with these folks. And the key is to maintain that conversation. Check in with them in a couple weeks, two days, a month, what, whatever, it, whatever it may be, whatever the situation warrants. But don't just leave the conversation out there like I did this past summer. I left four months, maybe five months of conversations just not dangling out there, but I just never really follow through with anything you know had a conversation maybe over a day or two and and I would never follow through a quality a qualified prospect I'm saying and and that can have a um, an impact and it certainly had an impact on my bottom line Uh, the good news is you can recoup from that You can recover. You know, you can even talk to those same people. Again, search your inbox or your sent items or whatever have you, your messenger. That will give you the ability to be, uh, you know, more engaged. And I think that's that's what will will help us for sure. and getting back to <laughs> to religion, I was at Mass this morning, as I am every morning, and by no means does that mean I'm a pious individual. Trying to be, 
uh, trying to get to uh, the promised land, so to speak. But I need to recognize, you know, my faults. And, and, and again, that's another conversation. But in today's gospel, it's a, it's a famous gospel, Matthew 7. And it says, Jesus is talking to his disciples, and he says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. Folks, he goes on to say that whatever you ask for will be given to you. You know, whatever you seek, will be, you'll, you'll find. You know, whatever door you knock on will be opened. And the point that I need to make to all of you is you need to knock on the door. If you don't knock on the door, no one's generally going to come to it and open it. The downside is you're going to knock on a lot of doors that open to people not interested. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, it just is the way things go. But don't leave it on a sour note. You know, keep a positive note on it, even if they disparage you. Because it will happen at times. You know, they'll they'll make fun of what you have in your uh, Facebook profile, for example. Um, they'll they'll comment at times, maybe on your manner of the way you're addressing them. Don't let it bother you. You're looking to help them. So what Jesus is saying is knock and it will be opened. It certainly will. And every opening is an opportunity. But not every opening is going to result in a sale. But don't let that bother you. Because there couldn't can be a sale down the road. You know, again, folks, I was in the insurance business for 25 years. And I sold a lot of home and auto and business insurance and things. And I had a buddy, you know, went to high school with him a couple years behind me. uh, And he had a pizza business that was doing very well. I would ask him to quote on his business to see if we could be competitive. And every single time I asked him, he said, yes, absolutely. Be more than happy to. And I tried following up with him, and it never materialized. <laughs> now, I, I said, geez, I don't know, does he think I'm incompetent, this, that, and the other thing? And who knows? Maybe he did. But 10 years, maybe 11, he finally called and asked for a quote. And we wrote his business. And I never asked him why he never wanted me to quote. I just never did. I don't know why. Usually I, I would do that too. I'm, I'm inquisitive like that. But my point to all of you is we need to face rejection from our loved ones, our friends, our family, you know, and those that are close to us. Sometimes those are the ones that sting a little bit. But don't let the stinging prevent you from continuing. Uh, This is a great world we live in right now um, because 
starting out in the insurance business 25 years ago, 26 years ago, I was dialing the phone every single day, cold calling a lot of folks, um, would, would contact some referrals, but it was all the same. You know, a lot of people didn't want to buy insurance. You know, people don't get excited about that. Uh, and it's how you go about generating, um, you know, your message too. That, that has a lot to do with it. But my point that I'm making is you have to contact people on the phone. It was uncomfortable. It was like, oh, man, I hate doing this. Now you can send a, a Facebook messenger, uh, an email. Uh, you can text. You know, it, it makes things much easier uh, to to do business, in my opinion. Uh, because, uh, again, you can kind of hide behind that computer screen in a certain respect. And then once they're qualified and once they are, um, you know, prospects that have great potential, then you can get into a candid conversation with them over the phone, over Skype, Zoom, whatever have you, you know, and that's, uh, that's what I've done over these, you know, over the year and a couple months that I've been full-time in the uh, affiliate marketing business, so... That's the message for today, folks. Uh, I hope it uh, resonates with you. You know, listen to it again uh, if you can bear it. <laughs> uh, in the meantime, folks, I will be in touch at some point. Be well. Stay well. We'll talk to you soon.